Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. As a quick introduction, I'm Chelsea, and I am an occupational therapy doctoral student. I've been able to develop this podcast series as a part of my project. In each episode, I take on a different topic relating to healthy child development. I did research on these topics and tried to get all the important information that I can into an easy podcast episode for anyone to be able to listen to and just learn a little bit more information that might be beneficial to you or your child or children. In this episode, we're going to be talking about discussing language expansion strategies, also known as language facilitation strategies for your child that can be incorporated into play and into everyday activities and routines to promote language development. I will be having a special guest joining me later on to talk through some of these strategies and I will be asking her some questions. We're going to be also talking about core words and how you can use them during your play interactions to help your child incorporate these important words into their daily life and communication. These are general strategies and information that can be used for young children of various ages with a range of communication skills and abilities. If you do have any additional questions or concerns regarding your child's speech and language development, talk with a speech therapist or your child's pediatrician. If your child is currently receiving speech therapy services or is planning to receive services, your speech therapist can support you and help you with ideas for how to interact and talk to your child. However, the therapist is with your child less than 2% of their time during the week, so that means so much of the opportunities for learning will be outside of the therapy session. Research shows that learning opportunities occur most in the child's natural settings and within their everyday routines. And you, as the parent or caregiver, are their best teacher of language. Besides, you know your child best. The strategies and techniques we are going to be talking about today can be incorporated at home into your everyday communication. So really, what does this look like? The big goal is to just describe and talk about what is going on in the environment around your child their actions, their any descriptions, their feelings, emotions, and really just anything going on. Play is also a great way to incorporate these language strategies into your child's routine. Children are always watching, listening, exploring, and imitating to then try stuff out on their own. When you are able to get down on the floor with your child and play with them, you'll be able to give them so many opportunities to expand their speech and language skills. These strategies can be incorporated into floor time play or into your family's daily activities and routines. Scheduling unstructured, child-driven playtime into your child's daily routines is really important. Setting even a 30 to 45 minute block in your day, say right after dinner or right after your child takes a nap, can be a great way to ensure play is being implemented into your child's daily life. You can also consider opportunities while cooking dinner, taking a bath, in the car, at the grocery store, and at the park. Language can be incorporated into almost any part of your day. So now we're going to be getting into the specific informations and strategies that can be used. We are going to be going through four specific strategies to help with language expansion for your child. These four strategies are adapted from an article in the Speech Buddy blog from 2013 and supported by the American Speech Language Hearing Association. All right, so now I want to introduce you guys to Nell, who is going to be going through these strategies with me. Nell, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, I'm Nell Fryer. I am a speech language pathologist for the Children's Hospital of Richmond at the Petersburg Therapy Center. I've been practicing for about 13 years, and I've spent most of my career working with preschool-age children. 
All right, great, thanks for joining. So let's go ahead and get into the strategies. So the first strategy we're gonna be talking about is called self-talk. Self-talk is when someone who is communicating and interacting with a child describes or narrates what they're doing. So as a caregiver, when you're playing with your child, your job is just to describe and narrate your actions and what's going on in the environment around you. So now, would you be able to expand on that a little bit and maybe give an example? Uh, absolutely. Uh, self-talk is a strategy during which a caregiver describes what he or she is doing, seeing, or thinking. While using this strategy, the child is not expected to respond or repeat. It's important to catch your child when they're attending and make what you say meaningful based on what they're interested in in that moment. For instance, during bath time, uh, the caregiver would describe what they were doing from start to finish, such as, I'm turning the water on. Oh, it's too hot. Let's get some cold water. Let's get your toys. Let's wash your hair. And this is also a really good time to incorporate some body part vocabulary. All right, great. Thank you. And then the next strategy is called parallel talk. This is similar to self-talk, but instead of narrating what you're doing, you want to describe or narrate the actions of the child when they're playing or engaged in an activity. Now, can you expand on that? Sure. Um, children are often most engaged when they choose the activity, and parallel talk is a way to talk about toys, materials, and everyday items that they interact with and how they're interacting with them. The caregiver gets to be the narrator for the movie starring their child, and some examples of this would include if they're stacking blocks, just describing your stacking blocks. There's one, two, three, four. <gasps> you knocked them down. Let's pick them up. All right, great, thank you. So let's go on to the third strategy, which is called expansion. So here you're wanting to just expand upon what your child is already saying. You wanna to add to the child's word or utterance in order to make it a more complete sentence. Now, would you be able to give some examples on that? Some examples of that would include if your child says, doggy run, uh, the caregiver would say, yes, the dog is running. Or if the child says, her sad, the caregiver would respond, she is sad. All right, great, thank you. And then we have one more strategy, and the last one is called scaffolding. So this is when you want to expand on what your child has said by adding just one more word. So you can do this by adding an action word or a verb or a descriptive word to what they have said. Yeah, most children begin speaking by just using one word at a time or a short phrase such as all done. Uh, that's just one complete thought. When using scaffolding, the caregiver chooses a second, third, or a fourth word depending on the child's current language level. The word should be a content word that provides more information about what the child has said. Uh, for instance, if the child says ball, a good example of scaffolding would be kickball or big ball or roll the ball as opposed to saying the ball which the doesn't add any meaning to what the child has already said all right good points thank you so much all right so next I wanted to ask about core words so now what are core words and how um, can they be incorporated into a child's language and why are they so important Core words are the 50 to 400 words that make up about 80% of what we say. Um, we use these words so often because they're the most versatile words 
in our language. Um, these words can be used across most settings, situations, and activities. Some examples of these are go, eat, more, help, and want. Given that these words have the greatest power, they're also words that children tend to learn first, and they're the most useful words to them. Um, these words span most cultures, languages, and age groups. Um, that also makes them the most important words for caregivers to model to children so they can make use of the power of those words over your environment and your communication partners. Uh, it can be fun to teach kids low incidence words such as animals you'd see at the zoo, but it's unlikely that these words can help a child meet their needs. All right, great, thank you. And then, so how do these core words tie into all those strategies that we just talked about and how parents and caregivers can use core words and these strategies when talking with their child. When using language strategies, it's important to consider the what and the when of when you're using them. And the what would be what words you're going to use with your child. Mm -hmm. And core words should be the what. Using core words for a framework means you're teaching your child the most meaningful words that will allow them to meet their needs. So like you mentioned, um, it's important to consider the when of um, language and when to do these strategies and use these strategies. So in terms of the when, it's important to consider your child's readiness to participate and communicate and play. You want to ensure that your child is ready to engage and play and that they're going to be able to maintain a good attention to you um, and to the task. Are they hungry? Are they really tired? Is the environment really distracting? Just consider factors like this when considering incorporating these strategies and taking the time to play and talk with your child. So now, um, in terms of the when, from the perspective of a speech therapist, do you have any other considerations or pointers to think about? Sure. In theory, you can use these strategies anytime throughout everyday activities. But children tend to talk more during play, especially physical play and gross motor activities. So this pairs very nicely with core words, the majority of which are action words um, like go, ride, do, get, play, and give. These words lend themselves to choosing or shaping activities during which children are highly engaged and motivated uh, when their attention is only on what's right in front of them. All right, great. Thank you so much. So I did want to ask you another question. What if the child uses some form of device or sign language or pictures to supplement their language? Are there any special considerations with that? Overall, no. Um, you want to apply the same principles um, and use the same types of core words. Um, despite the mode of communication being different so or being supplemental to actual words that they're saying. Um, so if your child is most engaged during bath time, um, use the same parallel talk, uh, self-talk, expansion, and scaffolding strategies to talk about the things that they're interested in and using those really good core words that will be the most helpful to them. Great, thank you for answering that question. So those are the four strategies and the core words that you can use to help expand your child's language. To review, there is self-talk, where you are narrating what you are doing for the child. 
The second is parallel talk, where you are describing the actions of the child and using action words such as go, stop, open, and close when describing and talking about what the child is doing. The third and fourth strategies are very similar. Expansion and scaffolding. This is where you're going to be adding one word or multiple words to your child's original statement, word, or utterance. These help to expand upon the language your child already has and helps them to learn the meaning of these new words. And it's okay if you don't remember the exact names of the strategies or the exact core words we mentioned earlier. Um, it's more about the concepts and giving these strategies a good try. In these upcoming days and weeks, I challenge you to give one of these strategies a try during a play activity or within your daily routine at the next opportunity and see how it goes. What went well? What maybe didn't go so well? Do you think your child was engaged and do you think they gave you good attention to the activity? These are questions that you can ask yourself throughout play and everyday experiences with your child. Remember, if things don't always go as planned or go well, that's okay. Give it another try. Maybe choose a new toy or a new activity or a new space to play in. Children are always growing and learning through their experiences, and they appreciate you as their parent or caregiver being involved in these experiences as much as you can. And I think that is all the information that I have for you guys, so thank you so much for listening, and be sure to check out the podcast for more episodes and for more information about the resources that I use to create this episode.